Maximize Your Influence is your podcast for the latest persuasion, sales, and negotiation techniques. Our mission is to help you influence on command, anyone, anytime, anywhere. Your host is the author of Persuasion IQ, Laws of Charisma, and the best-selling book, Maximum Influence. Now, your host, Kurt Mortensen. Yeah, and welcome to Maximize Your Influence. Kurt Mortensen here. So we talk about price and pricing. Don't fight on price and how Starbucks never, ever fights on price. This is Podcast 390. Welcome as we get into pricing and changing the way we think and our mindset and learn the skills we should have learned in school. Please never fight on price because 67% of the time you hear about price, it's a lie. And only 6% of the things we buy are bought on price. You don't buy the cheapest wine. You don't do use clothes every time. You don't go to McDonald's for every meal. That's just how we are. So welcome. Hope things are going well. Just ending some vacation time back to reality. Actually, Little Horse just finished an eight-hour webinar. So I might be a little scratchy, a little rough. But hey, let's do this. Let's make this happen and get into price and pricing and talk about a ninja. And so we're going to focus on Starbucks throughout this call and talk about some of those psychological triggers, those subconscious triggers you see in pricing that you see in retail. I mean, we know when you walk into a retail store, that first 5, 10 feet, you don't notice what's going on. We know that people will follow the driving direction of their country. We know that if the sweaters are too well folded, people will not touch them. We know with eating, if you're facing the smorgasbord, you're eating more than if you're not. The size of the glass is going to dictate how much you drink. The size of your plate is going to dictate how much you eat. And then there's Vegas. That's a subconscious trigger zone with the wild carpets and the lighting and the filtering of the air and pumping in oxygen and not being able to find an exit. All these things matter. So we're going to focus on Starbucks and pricing and contrast. So with that, I'm going to start off. The reason I'm going this direction is because a listener email. Go. Oh, boy. So this is from Pablo from Costa Rica. Kurt, I'm loving the 111 sales hacks. Thank you for doing that. I found this website, and I want you to take a look at it. It's all about Starbucks and how they persuade us to spend more money. It is full of those subconscious triggers you've been teaching me about. I would love your thoughts and how I can apply these techniques in sales. I mean, coming more persuasive and persuading with power. Okay, thanks, Pablo. Appreciate that. I'll put a link for everybody on that. That'll go to MaximizeYourInfluence.com. It's still a beta version. There's more than 111. I keep putting more up all the time. Basically, three, four-minute video. Go as fast or slow as you want on all different sales tools. The science, how to apply it, how to use it. I'll put a link in and a discount for you on that one. MaximizeYourInfluence.com is also the place to take your free Persuasion IQ assessment and get the free book, Maximum Influence. Just pick up a little shipping and handling. And it has all the other links too. There's our plug for the day. Let's go what Pablo was talking about. We will go there. But before we do, let's do the Persuasion Ninja, which also involves Starbucks. I guess we're dedicating everything to Starbucks, but hey, they've grown pretty fast. I don't think of a country in the world I haven't been to that doesn't have a Starbucks. They're everywhere, every street corner. They're great marketers. They know what they're doing. But here's the ninja. This has to do with law of contrast. It's one of the 12 laws of persuasion and maximum influence. Just know if people say it's too expensive, I can't afford it. You've blown your presentation. 
you have to ask yourself, are they comparing your product, your service, your idea to a Rolls Royce or to a used car? It's up to you. You've got to create that by using the law of contrast. But let's talk about Starbucks. They came on the market. And at that time, they were opening their stores. They wanted to charge 10 times more for a cup of coffee. They're not worried about price. They've never been worried about price, but they had to do certain things so you don't compare it to a used car. This is a Rolls Royce of coffee. We're not comparing it to a used car. So when they started, people would go to a convenience store, maybe a donut shop, and spend 50 cents for a cup of coffee, right? 50 cents. Calf, decaf, port a cup, good to go. Now, they wanted again people to spend 10 times that at their stores, so they had to adjust the perception. What were they comparing it to? They don't want you comparing their coffee to a convenience store coffee, to a donut store coffee. That's like, what? What did they do? Everything. You can't compare it. Starbucks is an experience. You walk in, it's free Wi-Fi. You get to hang out as long as you want. You get to carry around a Starbucks cup that's a little kind of a steam booth. I'm worth it. I buy Starbucks. <laughs> you walk in, you can't compare. There's not just calf decaf. It's like a winery up there. You've got options. You can choose different regions of the world. You don't just pour it in a cup. You've got a barista that's going to create it, that's going to write your name on the cup. You're going to get a large. They change the name to Grande. It's an experience. They create it for you. You cannot compare that to going to a convenience store to get a cup of coffee. They changed it all up to where you don't compare. So that's why they can charge a premium because, no, that's a completely different experience, even though they taste exactly the same. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that. I don't. <laughs> some people will say they're the same. Some say they're different. I haven't seen a study on that. I'm just putting it out there. But I do know that uh, wine, for example, the more you pay, the better it tastes to you. It actually triggers different parts of the brain, even though it's the same wine. It could be true. I'd get how many study on this on coffee, but that is what Starbucks has done. So they get the Persuasion Ninja coming on the market and be able to charge. 10 times more than most of their competitors out there. So let's dive into the article. I'll put a link at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. That's also home of the archives where you can take a deeper dive into pricing. I actually came up with 14 techniques to make price a non-issue. Let's see where Starbucks ranks. I'm taking a look at this for the first time. This is by Kent Hendricks at KentHendricks.com. Again, the links at MaximizeYourInfluence. The title is Six Psychological Tactics Behind the Starbucks Menu. Or you know, you don't think you're going to spend that much, but you always spend more, kind of like Costco, than you expect. That's probably another episode, what Costco does to get you to pay more. And I'll give you a little secret on that. It's the size of the cart. The bigger the cart, the more you buy. That's just one of the secrets. But we'll save that for another podcast. Now, one thing they do, he mentions is their menus vary by region and location, even at a grocery store versus an airport versus a different country. Now, they're similar in some ways, but they do adapt to local areas. So that's kind of interesting. So the first one that he talks about is why the drinks are at the center of the menu. Well, because everyone loves middle options. If you look at a row of four bathroom stalls, 60% of the people choose the middle two stalls. There's something about the middle. Retailers found that moving toothbrushes from the top shelf to the middle shelf led to an 8% increase in sales. If you look at a four-option multiple-choice test, and if you've been to college, you know this. If you don't know it, you pick something in the middle because 55% of the correct answers are found in the middle. 
Even in game shows, they found that most of the contestants came from the middle seat and found that people from the edge only came out 17% of the time. We just love middle options. It's safer. It's easier. That's how it is. So we talked about a feedback loop. When you do look at something first, what causes you to like it? So this is also known as a center stage effect or something about the middle being in the middle. It's easier, safer, especially when you don't know exactly what you want. So their most expensive profitable items, things you want you to get are in the middle of the menu. The things that you see first, you tend to like the best is what you tend to order. So they are very strategic what they put in the middle. The second thing he talks about is why you're more likely to select the grande size. Remember, they've changed the name from large to grande. <laughs> so you can't compare. It's one of the reasons they do that. And that's another kind of in the middle type things. People don't like to choose the biggest options or the smaller options. And I saw this at Carl's Jr. where their medium was really a large 64 ounces. Do I need that? There's really no small anymore because the mediums are large and they kind of move things up because we usually pick the medium something in the middle. It's known as the compromise effect. And I agree with that. People do do that. And marketers make sure that one in the middle is one that you look at. So there was a study done where they had a choice between two cameras. Half the group chose one and the other half chose the other one. Split down the middle. But then a third camera was added, right? So that makes one in the middle. When they added a third camera, most of the people chose the middle option. And as I've consulted people around the world, that's too. If everyone's going to choose the middle option, you should add an expensive way out there, super premium item that's super expensive. If most people won't buy it, that makes a new one in the middle. More people will order that. They've done this with calculators. When they added, they put different options, people chose the one in the middle. And I talked about a study we talked about a few weeks ago, a DVD player. There was one X amount of people bought. When you added another one, more people bought because there were options. And that's what's happening here, options. But then again, most people will choose the middle option. So Starbucks has changed a little bit here. They used to offer short, tall, and grande. And most people avoided the short and the grande, and they got the tall. But then Starbucks dropped the short size from their menu and added venti, and then the grande became the middle, and now that's the most frequently selected. They did what I was just talking about. They added something big up there, and so the size went up. Now, what the secret is, they still have a short size. They just don't list it because they don't want you to choose the other one in the middle. So this is the compromise effect. And that's how people are. You would think with three options, it's about a third each on each one of those. Nope, most of the people right in the middle. And why do we do this? I mean, it's kind of a loss aversion they talk about on the website to where, you know, if it costs too much, it's too cheap. You know, the ah, you get what you pay for, the smallest one. The too big, they're taking advantage of me. The one in the middle to save choice, just like that test in college. We know this with the law of scarcity that losing something has a greater impact than gaining something. Meaning losing 10 bucks is two to three times worse than gaining something. That's why, and I'll add this, we see it in Starbucks is very similar at the movie theater with their, their larges. Well, for 35 cents more, you can get a bigger one. Oh, I don't want to lose out on the smaller one. I'll get the bigger one. And they just put it into perspective. Hey, for 25 cents more, and get you more popcorn for 35 cents more. And it doesn't cost them much more, but they've upsold you for a buck more. You can get this. You're like, oh, let's do it. I want to take advantage of that. So again, that's the compromise effect. Another study done by Itamar Simonson, they were looking at choice between three items. 
And people, you know, we're talking about how difficult the decision was, the advantages, disadvantages. And this is how they justified the decision. This is what they said. Well, I'll take the middle alternative because it's a compromise. It's a combination of the two. I'll settle for B. It's in the middle. It's safe, especially when you're making quick decisions and you don't have time to analyze all the options that you have at Starbucks. And I'll say, and I'll add this to it, that's one of the negative things at Starbucks we've talked about before on the show is there are sometimes way too many options. If you're there for the first time, never been there before, and you see all those options, your brain could explode and that could hurt your ability to make a decision. And the length of the lines we've talked about before, we talked about the psychology of lines in a previous podcast to where like, uh, whatever, it's not worth it. It's too long, especially at airports. One thing I learned here, and Pablo, just to know you can use those things with your pricing, have that middle alternative. But when there are a lot of choices, and especially when you want them to compromise, the decision did take 71% longer. So when there's one option versus two options, it doesn't take as long. But if you want to choose something in the middle, it does take a little bit longer, but it could increase your profit. So basically, usually the middle's safe. It's maybe the least wrong. Another one Kent talks about here. Remember the website's posted at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. Why looking at three columns of prices makes you likely to spend more. Another one he talks about is how Starbucks uses the attraction effect to frame your choice between grande and vinti size. Usually it should be 30% of each, statistically speaking, but most people choose that one in the middle. But they use like the same thing as theater size, where the tall is, say, five bucks, the grande is 550, the venti is six dollars. So you're like, I might as well get the big one. And so that's how they frame it. Very similar to what I mentioned earlier, the theater popcorn to realize, like, well, it's a buck more between this teeny little one and this huge one. They do the same type of things. They do it with pricing. We're like, well, I might as well get the biggest one. And of course, that is the most profitable one. This is known as the attraction effect. So that's a simple one to know. Well, hello, this is a better deal by saying, yeah, this, I mean, why would I want this small one or this product? It does have all the features when I can just spend a little bit more for the one with more features. And here's one we talked about in a previous show when we got into pricing. And was this was done with restaurants. Is it what, do we spell out the pricing? Do we include the dollar sign? Do we just write out, if it's $8, do you do dollar sign eight? Do you just put the number eight do you end in an odd number? Do you write it out? E-I-G-H-T, eight. And so Starbucks has known this. It's the psychology is they do not include the dollar sign. It helps sales. They exclude, and this is true with all their stores, the indication of currency because it gets you to think about money and the money that you're spending. Now, it's a small thing, but again, it's a subconscious trigger. So there's a study done at Cornell University that he references that when the price had a dollar sign versus just the number versus written out, interesting things happened. The group that did not see the dollar sign spent 8% more than the person than who saw the dollar sign. Another time they tried this, seven times more people bought when they removed the dollar sign. Isn't that interesting? Because really the, the dollar sign is a symbol of cost. Now another study definitely talked about money and exposure to money. And they're talking about the symbol at Starbucks or other restaurants, that when they expose people to money, that money's involved, that people did act more selfishly, that it took them 70% longer to seek help. They preferred working alone more and they sat further from other people. So there is something about the trigger of money, what it does to our brains. Another one we talked about before is that why Starbucks prices end in 95 instead of 99. Now I've always talked about the law of contrast that when numbers are odd, they are more persuasive, they are more believable. 
But Starbucks chose the 95 cents. I read somewhere that it was this ending in seven was more persuasive, but as long as it's odd, it tends to pull the best. Now you're like, it's only a couple of cents. Your logical brain, well, duh, not a big deal, but it's your subconscious brain. We do know when it ends in 99 cents, you get higher sales. You just do, even if it's a penny difference, sometimes 48% higher. People were more likely to buy. So when people saw that it was straight $10 versus $9.99, when it was just $9.99, they purchased 51% of the time. It made a difference. So if that's the case, why does Starbucks use the 95 cents? They feel the .99 is low cost, low cost, that .95 is higher quality, and it's part of their brand. So regardless, it makes a difference. They feel, I haven't seen a study on that that's separating from the cheap .99 versus .95. It's more high quality. It's more prestigious. So A, they've chosen to go with it. I don't know the study behind it. They've sticking with it. But I do know it ends at an odd price. So Pablo, you can use this. It's more persuasive because it doesn't sound like you pulled it out of the air. Yeah, it's $100. No, it's $97.95 or whatever it is. I mean, you don't have to go to that extreme, but it is more persuasive. And the brain reads it left to right in most cultures. And the one you see on the left, the way your brain's used to reading, is the first thing that triggers in your brain. Oh, $9. Even though it's $9.99, your brain triggers $9 instead of $10. So, Pablo, there you have it. Based on your email, I dedicated the whole show to Starbucks because there's a lot to learn there. I mean, they've grown fast. It's a good place. People love them. They have very loyal fans. And you can use the pricing. You can use the comparison effect by putting things in the middle, by adding a more expensive product. There are things that you can learn there. And, and compliments to you. Part of becoming a great persuader and what you're learning is to benchmark other people and kind of see what people are doing well, what they're doing not so well, the anti-suasion, we call it. And for using your email on the show, you get free access to InfluenceUniversity.com, the gold version. And everybody, there's also a free version at InfluenceUniversity.com. And Pablo, appreciate your contact. And everybody, if you want to reach out to me at Kurt, K-U-R-T, at MaximizeYourInfluence.com with show ideas, thoughts, what you want me to put on the show jokes, whatever it is, blunders, I'd be happy to put those on the show. But do thanks for being here. As you know, everything you want in life is on the other side of persuasion. Master these skills. Take something you've learned today and apply it in your life. As a parent, teacher, leader, manager, price is price. Well, you say, well, I'm not selling. Everybody sells for a living, number one. Number two, you have to put things into perspective, whether it's time, energy, resources, money, or even budget. It makes a difference. So I'll give you a 90% discount on 111 sales hacks. It's still in beta version. I'm still adding to it. I'll put the link at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. That is a game changer. Three minutes a day to learn a new tool? Come on. Pretty simple. You can go as fast, as slow as you want. You can pick and choose or follow the format any way you want to do that. So remember, when they say it's too expensive, your fault. If they say, I don't have the time, your fault. Use a law of contrast. Learn from Starbucks. So implement what we've learned today, master these skills, become more influential, learn to negotiate, and go out and persuade with power.